It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, listeners. You know we love Belay's Customized Bowls, where we get to create our own combo of bold flavors with grains, veggies, and protein. Like my current favorite of steak au jus with Brussels sprouts on a bed of forbidden bitten black rice that sounds great especially when it's smothered in my favorite creamy garlic sauce mm, que rico. that does sound great you know what else sounds great their strawberry chia seed pudding delicious that too but also the fact they now have locations in aventura and fort lauderdale both offering wraps featuring signature spice blends sauces and marinades okay wait esperate so our listeners can enjoy a fresh and customized bole bowl or wrap in Broward? <laughs> Así mismo. They can experience bole at various locations throughout Florida and even Georgia and Virginia. Meaning we can all be part of Bole's mission to inspire bold living through the power of fresh food. And who doesn't want to live boldly? Exactly. So visit bole.com today to find your nearest location or place an order for pickup. There's no day like today to enjoy fresh food to fuel your life. The holidays are back. It's like we just finished going trico tri and now it's time for sun giving, el ho ho ho. But that also means it's time to find the perfect gift for your dad, husband, brother, carajo, even for yourself. You know where this is going. That's right, get them the perfect jean. I absolutely swear by these jeans from Bandit Black to Midnight Blue to Light Blue Ice, which is also ripped because, as we know, the only thing better than comfort is edgy comfort. <laughs> as a Miami boy, I even have their jean shorts. Spoken Miami, we need quality shorts that are stylish and comfortable. Pero-ish, you're saying. My boyfriend, abuelo, tío, doesn't need any jeans this holiday season. To that I say, you're wrong, because every man does need the perfect jean. Pero okay, if that is true, we still got you covered. Just in time for winter, the perfect jean now has extremely comfortable hoodies. Made using organic cotton, these hoodies are just as comfortable as the jeans. They're perfect for those chilly winters up north, or if you're visiting DJ's house, because as we know, he keeps the temperature at a reasonable setting of tundra. So it is the holidays, which means we've got a gift for you. Use code 
Pero20 at theperfectgene.nyc for 20% off your order. Así mismo, Pero20 gets you 20% off the jeans, the hoodies, everything. Jeans and hoodies sounds like two great items to open under the tree to us. So this holiday, f*** your khakis and get the perfect gift from the perfect gene. And don't forget to use code Pero20 for 20% off your order. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to episode 230. Yes, sir. 230. 230. Good Lord, 230. So this is like Two, the... 250s so on the corner. Listeners... Welcome to episode 230. Yep. This is our pre-Thanksgiving yes. <laughs> week. This is like when it gets good, right? Yeah. Like I, the week before Thanksgiving is when it gets good, when you start getting excited. Because yeah, the, yeah, it's holiday season. <laughs> I mean, let's that's not it. talk about Thanksgiving because that's going to be... Well, actually, no, wait a minute. Our next episode will be the Friday after Thanksgiving. So right, we can so talk is, about this Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, once once we hit the week before Thanksgiving, that's it. It's holiday time. Yeah, like no. ya te estaba picando. There's no escaping it. That's it. Like it's time to to deck the halls and trim the trees. And... I'm surprised that you know that um, the dollar store doesn't already have Valentine's Day. No, that like <laughs> Christmas isn't now officially after the Fourth of July. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, we like to give a little bit of space between when we blow things up and bring a baby into the world. Well, I guess. <laughs> so. You're excited about Thanksgiving. This I'm year. always excited about Thanksgiving because you know me and food. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm excited too because I get to cook again. So you're gonna you're gonna do the whole meal? Me though, I inherited. So my grandmother uh, always did the turkey. Okay. Um, it, I think it was only her last. You, you know what's so? You know everybody has stories like this. Of course. You know, my grandmother passed away in 2021, and then. I started to think, like, oh, when was... I started to think about the last time we had Thanksgiving together. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was 2019. Because 2020, we didn't have Thanksgiving because of COVID. That's right. And That's why you did it here. Uh, yeah. Not at your parents' I, house. A, a yeah, much, yeah, yeah. much smaller yeah. uh, affair. Um, because, you know, especially since... Mm, especially during the first year of COVID. I'm, again, like everybody else. Right. Um, uh, my grandmother, well, okay, 93, that's, 94 exactly, at the time. Yeah. So you were very, very careful yeah. about it. Anybody and, over 80, you were like... And, yeah. and, you know, I was. we were very strict that nobody got around her. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, she never got COVID. But, but I think about, you know, like in that case, like so many people of like times that COVID robbed us because right. if we would have had the regular Thanksgiving, then I would have had an, you know, an extra Thanksgiving with her. Right, um, right. So, well, I just sucked all the fun out of this room. Wow. Well, I don't know how to come out of that. So, <laughs> so I do the Turkey now and I have to tell you, my Turkey is amazing. I don't know. For some reason I was like, do you sous vide it? <laughs> but I can't imagine the, oh my the palangana that would require. It would have to be like a freaking pool, like a kid's pool. Like, 
No. I will say the year that you did the, the sous vide chicken for, for Christmas yes. dinner, that was delicious. Oh, do you know what? You, actually, it was turkey. Oh, it was turkey? Oh, okay. Yes. I did listeners a few years ago for our, our you know our friend Christmas dinner. Friendmas? Um, I don't know. When when I host it, like, I go all out. Like, yeah. I, it's like you're going to go have a fine dining The only way I find this for him to actually go out and slaughter the animal I, he serves. I bought chicken. When I mean chicken breast, I'm, ta- so, I'm turkey. sorry, turkey breast, I mean... You you could buy the turkey like you know how you buy it for Thanksgiving, but without like the legs right, obviously. Right. Um, so it's just the breast. I I took the breast off the bone. I cut it out. I I flattened it, and I stuffed it. I rolled it, and then I pan seared it in duck fat. Oh. And then I I finished Man. cooking it in. Um, in the oven and then with the pan of the where i seared it i did like a gravy a rosemary gravy and then it was it was amazing <laughs> do you remember how good that was uh, well i just i just told you i remembered how good it was yes. and I mean, listeners was, i'm sure you're salivating too pants, i mean duck fat is a magical thing it really is i mean you could put cardboard, maybe it cures covid you could put cardboard on duck fat and then truffle that shit and you know <laughs> as long as you fry it you're fine yeah um so I cooked the turkey. So I want to I want to lay everybody in on my little secret turkey. Oh. Which I think you've given in past right. episodes. So, so this is your yearly reminder. So if you everybody what does what does everybody always say about um Thanksgiving turkey? Que it's too dry. Oh, it's too dry, la pechuga and all that. Right, because you're cooking the the bird for like 3 to 4 hours right. with that, you know, put me in an oven that long. Heat, I'll dry you know, out too. Heat source on the bird and that dries up what is already dry, which is breast meat. Right. So what you do is you put the bird upside down. Trust me on this, people. You butter that bird. And when I mean butterball, like I I get, I'm not kidding, like two or three sticks of butter, room temperature. I put it all over the bird, and then I cook it upside down for about three hours. Okay. Right? Then, and what I do is, I'm, I'm going to give you guys all my hacks, all right? So, this is what you do. You buy a, like... I feel like we should record this part, like, now and just play it every year as a bonus episode. (laughs) As a bonus episode, right. Okay, so this is what you do, guys. So, you go to the supermarket and buy yourself, like, a ciabatta bread, like, a long ciabatta bread, Mm -hmm. right? Not the rectangular ones, the long ones that are, like, a whole loaf. You cut it in half, okay? You put the two halves in your... Um, where you put the turkey. So like like in the in the pan. In the pan. In the as, big a, as a base. Pan, right, as a base. You put them in the bottom. Okay. And you butter them. Right? You mm-hmm. butter them. Then you get your turkey and you butter the turkey. Mm-hmm. All You butter it on the outside, the skin, inside. Mm-hmm. Le pones mantequilla en todo lugar. When you think you've done enough buttering, keep going. You put going. more butter. Okay. Right? Okay. So now you're putting the buttered turkey on the buttered open loaf ciabatta bread. Okay. Breast down, upside down. Okay. So then you stuff the turkey with whatever. So con la pata para arriba. Yes, breast down. Okay. Right? So you stuff the turkey with whatever you like. I What I do is that I get like rosemary, sage, thyme. Um, you, have a, you have a Simon and Garfunkel song in there? <laughs> and and I, I, I'm glad to say I get it from my own garden. because Oh, that's right. Garden. You do have an herb garden. And I put, I put that in the bird. I, I cut up a couple of lemons. I put it in the turkey as well. So... You cook it, and then obviously the cooking time depends on the size of the bird. The size of the bird. So then, about two thirds of the way in, I flip the bird. 
to everyone who's watching. You flip the bird, <laughs> right? Oh, and you cover it. When when you have it breast down, you cover it. Then you flip the bird, and you know what you do when you flip the bird? You, you piss butter, people off in traffic. You butter it some more. Okay. You take it out, and you, you let it cool down a little bit, and you butter it some more. So this is a low-calorie, low-cholesterol. Yes. and you okay. keep basting it. Then the juices, you keep basting okay. it. And then you finish it off. Right, you take mm. off the the aluminio. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that <laughs> aluminio. You make sure that the top is nice and like with a lot of butter, and right. then you finish it off, and that's what makes it golden. So then you take out the bird. Okay, that ciabatta bread. Did we forget about the ciabatta we bread? We did not. That ciabatta bread. bread has now been absorbing oh. that turkey fat for three to four hours. So it's juicy, and it has butter, and it's magic. That oh. ciabatta bread, and then because it's at the bottom of the pan, it's toasted. Oh, true. That's right. It's got a little crust. Like, people fight for it. And they're like, oh, why didn't you make more? And I'm like, well, because it's There's like, only so much in yes, the pan. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so much turkey, right? It is freaking amazing. And then from there, you make your gravy and all that. So, everybody, you, you can thank me later. There you go. And for those of you who want to thank him in person... We will be this Saturday at King Fox Brewery in Hialeah with Bean Pump Oil, where he is going to be serving his creations of chicken wing recipes and sandwiches. we got the guayabe queso, the santero, the Korean barbecue, and of course, our naked wings. We're also going to be at Jay Wakefield the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So if you're a taquico and pavo, but you still want some type of bird. Poultry. But different poultry. You know, it's it's <laughs> and we're gonna be at Jay Wakefield from about starting at 1 p.m. So it's also small business Saturday. Yes. Um so you know, go out if you have out of towners, you can take them to Winwood during the day, walk around, support small businesses like Jay Wakefield, like us. If you're also feeling like supporting small businesses a little bit more, we also have a tea public store where we've got a lot of shirts. We've got our Lechong Life, which is a great Christmas gift, but we also have Cuban Clean shirt, which has a palo trapiad, a bucket, and a thing of fabuloso. And we also have the What's Cooking shirt, which is a big picture of the Hitachi rice cooker. So, you know, what better ways to celebrate the holidays? That may have been your <laughs> best transition plug ever. <laughs> that, I mean, where do we go from, from there? Well, you know what? From there, we can talk about whatever's been happening this week. So this, well, before we do that. <laughs> so then, obviously, since we're talking about Thanksgiving, you know, the biggest debacle always coming from a Latin household on Thanksgiving. Lechon or turkey. Lechon or turkey. And then, you know, I, I'm sure listeners, you have the same debacle. Yeah. I mean, when I started hearing people, no, but okay, I'm like, okay, it's one day a one year. Day. One, one day. One day. One day. And then, you know, of course, in my family, my father and my uncles are always like, no, I'm going to be a necita. And I'm like, one day, like one day. See, our compromise is no lechon on on Thanksgiving, but we do have ham. Oh, we have ham too. We'll have we'll do a ham and we'll do turkey. Right, but right. we don't we do lechon. Too. We'll do uh, you know frijoles and all that, right. but no ham, no lechon, no, no lechon, no lechon, no lechon life on no lechon life on Thanksgiving, guys. Um, it's always it's always the same thing, and and then you know my dad and my uncle, the years that we haven't had una pierna, they start complaining. No, porque pavo, que le gusta pavo. I'm like, oh my god. Just shut. You're gonna eat it. Just shut up. You're, you're gonna eat have it, it anyway. Yeah, have it. You're having, and and they still have to make el arroz con frijoles y la yuca. La yuca no puede faltar. Oh, when I love yuca, so I'm not gonna complain. You know, no. I love yuca. I I, I love every starch ever made. I don't like yucca. You don't like yucca. I, I love how like 
in, in English, like the white people are like, they either call it yucca or cassava. The cassava, yeah. I don't even know what cassava is. Cassava is yucca. And yucca is yucca? Yes. Well, no, because I've seen cassava okay, chips. Because so cassava ca- chips are, are yucca okay, chips. Okay, so why do some say yucca and some say yucca? I mean, sorry, sorry, cassava. I don't know. Why do some people say Roosevelt and some people say Roosevelt? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> British people don't say specialty. They say speciality. Exactly. Right. But they're British. <laughs> and they put on that extra U in color. <laughs> what do you mean? C-O-L-O-U-R. Oh, color. Right, but they don't pronounce it color. Color. But it depends because, look, one of my favorite different ways of spelling things, I love shopping. Oh, shopping. Shopping. If you go to a shopping rather than a shop, you know it's going to be better. It is. I always, like, I've always had better experiences at donut shoppies than donut shops. Of course. It's yeah. a shoppy. I think the glaze is different. I think it's something, it, it's sort of like a placebo effect. It is. It is. <laughs> that extra P and that E just elevates it. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know why. It's like artisanal. It, it becomes artisanal. Yeah, artisanal. It could be totally not artisanal, right. but now all of a sudden it is. Right, because the whole thing of artisanal is like made in small batches and by hand. And like when you go to like the supermarket, they have like uh, Tostitos tortilla chips that are artisanal. I'm like, really? Yeah, good luck with that. Really? Yeah. yeah. The, the machine, like, machine. <laughs> that made them. <laughs> it's an artistic machine. <laughs> it's so. the Basquiat of machines. Okay, so bueno, let's move on from it, from Turkey Day, from it, Powell. Yeah, oh, and by the way, do you I don't watch, know. You, do you, watch, like you were going to point to something. Do you watch the Macy's Parade? I always watch the Macy's I Parade. I watch Macy's Parade, too. Yes. They have new floats this year. They do, yes. Yeah. So, listeners, <laughs> did any of you get... T- <laughs> he leaned on. He leaned did, in. Did any of you get Taylor Swift tickets this week? I don't think anybody got Taylor Swift tickets. That's going to be the, the most empty fucking concert from what I'm getting. <laughs> okay, so... Let's recap what happened this, <laughs> this week in Taylor in Swift. Taylor Swift yeah. So Taylor Swift is going on the Eras tour, and she has yeah. currently 52 dates in the United States, at least in the American leg of the tour. And this week, uh, they had the pre-sale for Ticketmaster. Oh, this has just been the pre-sale? This has just been the pre-sale. <laughs> and um, fans tried to buy tickets, and they logged in. Uh, some of them had cues that they were... There were thousands of people in front of them, mm-hmm. um, and the general sale was supposed to be tomorrow. The general sale has been canceled. Because they have no tickets left? They Not only do they not have tickets left, but because of demand, their system can't handle it. But how? I mean, because pre-sales okay, because don't what usually happened, what sell happened everything. Was, so th- this is pre- what, pre-sales only have X amount of tickets, Right, but no? they didn't. Oh, so they fucked up. Yeah. So, for example, if you go to third-party resellers now, oh. their ticket's going for $95,000. If you pay $95,000, I should get the honor of beating you with a baseball bat. <laughs> we don't promote violence on Pero Let Me Tell no, You. No, no. Pero Come Mierderia deserves un bata de la cabeza. Yeah, I wouldn't even pay $95,000. Well, I would pay $95,000 for Mariah Carey to no, sing no. to me. <laughs> you know what? No. I think you'd pay 25000 uh, look, if I'm I even, think 95 is a little much. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, the mm-hmm. the point is, so I mean, people were like on the brink of losing their mind this week. Lord. So, you know, every time something if like If you're this, one of those people though, please feel free to go to betterhelp.com and use code Pedro. Oh yeah, your marketing <laughs> game, it's like almost you do this for a living, right? Almost. Um so the whole thing obviously that happened this week with the Taylor Swift tickets has everybody talking now about Ticketmaster. Oh, we're back to this conversation. Right. Now, I just want to say and go on the record that the OGs of hating Ticketmaster was Pearl Jam. 
Oh yeah. Hence why I ended up in a riot. Uh, in you know many years ago, uh, unexpected riot was because of Ticketmaster, which Seth immediately uh, reminded me. But there have been a lot of artists, are historically that have you know been up yeah. against Ticketmaster. I that's something you and I have always complained about. Absolutely, Ticketmaster's mm. inconvenient convenience fee. It's a monopoly. So they so, own Live Nation, so, though, right? Yes. Well, no, Live Nation owns them. There At was all. a merger in two thousand ten. Um. But well, but even before that, no, no, like, but, yeah, you would yeah, buy yeah, your yeah. tickets through Live Nation. Yeah, who else? there was nobody else. Right. I mean, if you're from Miami, do you remember listeners back in the day when you had to go to Ricky's Records? Uh, yes, I do. In line yes, for I tickets? do. Yeah. I used to sell, when I was working at Specs. Right. I would sell tickets to people. And that wasn't even that long ago. That was like in the 2000s. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it wasn't in the 1900s, as I, I remember, remember going, minded. I remember going to the tracks in Town & Country Mall to buy my tickets for Mariah Carey's Music Box Tour. Wow, and you would get to pick your seat, you know. On yeah, the little book. They had, the little book that yeah. they had. Yeah. Well, we bought the Spice Girls tickets at the Specs in uh, off of US One. Remember that you were working that day, and it was me, Daisy, and Ozzy may have come with us, and we waited in line because you were working like right across the street. Yeah, and I, don't remember, yeah, I was like, I don't remember that line. I think you like joined us like yeah. from your job or whatever. But like, I remember making that line and having to go to the computer and you know, well, we didn't pick seats because we got general admission by that point. But yeah, but still. So, what do we think about like this whole Ticketmaster thing and Taylor Swift fans? I mean, it's nothing new. So you know, to quote Justin Timberlake, "Cry me a river." I right, but here's here's I, a, I'm, I'm saying it's nothing new. So so I'm not. What I mean is I'm not surprised. Okay, because so here's it's, my problem with it, and honestly. I'm sort of happy that... But I'm happy a, it happened to Taylor Swift. Well, I'm, I'm happy that it happened to such a high profile like Correct. Taylor Swift with, with fans that are very unionized. <laughs> they are. They should, they should form because, a union. Because, because... This might change something. Here's my biggest... I, I have a problem with pre-sales. I have a problem with pre-sales because... Do I do. I have a problem with pre-sales because a lot of pre-sales have... You, know, you either have to have the American Express platinum card or the Citibank Visa platinum okay, card. Okay, but I mean... Or you have to have... No, I'm going to tell you why I have a problem with okay. it. Because because a lot of... And this is not only to the Taylor Swift... You're talking in general. In general. A lot of these pre-sales are based on credit cards or clubs that you're part of. Okay. So, who are the people that have these high-end credit cards? Generally are people with... Well, but it's generally <laughs> people like, that are more affluent, that have a better credit score, and have just more feasibility. And you know what? I think that you need a good credit score to get a mortgage. I don't think you need a good credit score <laughs> to, you know, buy a concert ticket. And I don't think that this should always be given to people that just are more affluent and have better credit scores to buy a freaking concert ticket. Yeah, but it comes down to the whole thing of if you're, you know, if, if you're a lot of times you're paying a membership fee for these higher end right. whatevers. So it's just one of the benefits you get. Right, but it doesn't it's, make it right. Like, you know, I, I think because you're dealing with something that that is also affecting the access to the general public. Okay, fair enough. But if done properly, there's only so many tickets. Like during the pre-sale, not the entire arena or whatever goes on sale. It's X amount. I don't know what the number is. Let's say 100 tickets. I'm, I know, I'm sure it's probably more than that. But let's say 100 tickets that... Are available to the American Express right, people, blah blah right. blah blah blah. And what usually what tickets are those? Well, they're usually the more expensive ones, right? They're the front row t- row tickets. And then the the thing is that people that are fans, you know, they are they save their money. They they're looking, you know, forward to this. And I think it's unfair that somebody who just because they have a better credit card has a leg over them, you know, as to when they have access to these tickets. Because you know what. 
aside from pre-sale oh yeah there's been so many times that i've tried to, i've like been on there and i'm like oh no yeah, yeah, yeah. i have like, the money i want front row oh, or yeah, as yeah. close as possible and it's like oh they're all gone and i'm like but how can they be all gone like yeah. i just I, logged I mean, on let's move away from the pre-sale of it all like ticket brokers i think is a huge i don't know how they do it i don't know what kind of bots they have that they are the ones that are the scourge of of, well, of all of this. Well, uh, with, Quite this with this, they they still do because I actually just took a screenshot of like one. Um, I forget what stadium this is mm-hmm. for SoFi. Her her show in SoFi Stadium. I'm, I'm going to show that one. That's a, in LA. LA. The purple's already sold. So the only thing left is one sliver of blue. Right. The, it's already sold. Like, I would say that probably... And the general hasn't gone on sale. Probably 90% of the show is already sold. All the floor tickets are sold. So what chance do you have for a regular concert goer that has saved their money to, you know, maybe maybe somebody who's young. Maybe it's somebody who's like... Their first concert. Their first concert. Yeah. They're 19, 20 years old. They're in college. They Their dream mm-hmm. is to see like Taylor Swift. They, they've been saving their money. They don't have all these perks yet, you know? Right. Now they can't go see her because of all this... But I will say most of those have to be bought up by 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 third party brokers, right? Ishmael, but the, the, the but that's the whole point. But I'm just now here's my my curiosity, right? Supply and demand of it all, right? Like, okay, I know why the brokers have they bought them up because they want to resell them, right? Like, let's just let's just follow the the through line here. If you're charging ninety five thousand dollars or whatever, like. The majority of people can't afford that. So at some point, these brokers are just not going to make their money but back. But they do because the problem is it's sort of like when houses are in, on sale, right? All you take, all it takes is a few bad apples to inflate the price, right? It's sort of like a, a house. You know, when you, you know, th- that's why there's so much mortgage fraud because if an mm-hmm. appraiser is like, oh, yeah, give me money under the table and I'm going to appraise your house, you know, $80,000 over the comparable. Mm-hmm. Over the comparables. Mm-hmm. And somebody buys it, that's it. Right? That is now the comparable price to it. Right? Okay. And the same goes with this. Ticketmaster has been known, like this is not a secret, of working with ticket scalpers yeah. to inflate in, inflate the prices well, of tickets. Didn't you have an, an incident recently when you were looking for tickets on something that it said Ticketmaster, but it... It wasn't. Was it oh yeah, when I was looking for tickets for initially for, for, for Demi. Demi Lovato, that I was like, I was looking through the tickets, and the website looked like Ticketmaster mm-hmm. and all that, and I'm like, okay, I love me some Demi, <laughs> right? But Demi Lovato tickets are not eight hundred dollars, right? Right, especially in like in in her case here in in Miami at the Hard Rock venue. I'm like, yeah, okay, and these weren't even front row seats. <laughs> okay, right, right, and I. Almost fell for it, and and that's me, right? right? And all and those tickets, when you would click on them, they would send you back to Ticketmaster, right? So because clearly, they, there's some type of connection, right? They were being held because in, in Ticketmaster you could resell them, yeah, 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 right? But then a third party, like for example, if I buy them on, on Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. right, and I resell them, I could do it through a third party, right, right? So it's it's something that they, they need to crack down on that and then on top of that all the fees you know True, the, the fees can be fees. between 40 to 50 dollars per ticket you know what and 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 this doesn't only affect 
like a Taylor Swift concert or a, a concert in, in it general. It could it, it affects even like Disney on Ice. Oh yeah, no, no, everything that happens at a venue, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, if you're a parent and you you're a family of four, you know the way things are now, and you chuckled up enough money to take to the kids to see Disney on Disney Ice. Disney on yeah. Ice. Oh no, now you have to pay a convenience fee of like forty dollars a head. Yeah. Like what the hell is that? It's just, I, I mean, I again, I really hope that with how I'm glad it happened to the, to this group of people. Yes. the Swifties yes. are, you know, whatever. I, again, I'm glad it, if if it had to happen, I don't mean it in a malicious way. I mean it like that because these are people who are like, no. And she has enough clout that I I feel she has the clout that Eddie Vedder wishes he had when he's tried to take them on. I've come around with her. I don't have an issue with her as far. I think she's talented, her, so, but so, I, but so I, I, I don't get it. It's I, not for me. So, okay, so I've I've never ever been a Taylor Swift fan, and I'm not gonna even say I am one now. Um, I did like casually some of her songs. Yeah, yeah here and there. Um, I, I I still like that, which was one of her first songs or from her second album, I think. Can't you see? Right. You belong with me. I like there's this one song of hers where like the video she's like in a mansion or something. Oh, or... blank space. Yeah, I think blank space has like the lyrics are really right. cool. She's and a, all that. She's a she's talented. She's a great lyricist. Like I don't take away her what, talent. What, I what, just don't get it. Before, but before like. I appre I appreciated her talent from afar. From afar, <laughs> but I was like, that's not for me. Right. Um, but then she did that um, eleven minute version of um, uh, on that folklore album. Or yes. Uh, what was the name of the song that it came out last year? You're asking the wrong um, person. But it was it was a cover of her of another of her, of her song. No. Well, no, because what she did was that she re released. Uh, all too well. She re-released. You know, she's re-releasing mm -hmm. her albums right. uh, to own the masters. So, all too well was, I think, a song that she had written during the sessions mm -hmm. of the Red album. Okay. So then she properly completed it and recorded it, and it's eleven mm -hmm. minute, eleven minutes long, right? When I heard her singing that song on SNL, I was like, "This is good," because like lyrically, mm -hmm. you know, I'm all about the lyrics. You are, and you love a singer songwriter. Yeah. I'm, yeah, you, you exactly. I'm all about the singer songwriter. I was like, these lyrics are really good. Like they're really, really good. And then what sort of kind of <laughs> I, again, I'm by no means a fan of hers. If you could see his face while he's saying this, but <laughs> this album that came out now, Midnight, mm -hmm. Rolling Stone gave it five stars. And you know that I actually, you know how I feel about reviews and mm -hmm. critics. But I actually sort of listen to Rolling Stone. Well, because they don't give anything a good review. Yeah, when Rolling Stone gives you a if good review, they like something. Yeah, right. And you know what? Usually, the albums that they have given really good reviews for that I've taken a leap of faith on, and I'm like, okay, this is not a singer I care for, or even a but genre me... I care for. I'm, I'm gonna go for it. Right. It's usually their good. own point. At Midnight. It's actually really good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm, it's... I'm, I'm just not a. Taylor Swifty, but I mean, I'm not gonna go see her in concert. Right. Well, no, like, I would go see. You, you know, couldn't. You know how I would go see her in concert if, like, she put on this show, right? And like, I don't know, two or three months after the tickets went on sale, they had decent tickets left that were like, you know, maybe eighty, ninety dollars. I'll be like, you know, no, I'd go if I was still at the agency and a media partner said, "Hey, do you want to go and sit in the box and go to Taylor Swift?" I'd be like, "Sure," but I don't think I would pay more than a hundred dollars to see Taylor Swift. No, I just I don't get it. I, I, she's not for me. <laughs> Swifties aren't going to give us their endorsement. No, they're not. But listen, we said we said that we recognize. I said I'm going to take it from me. 
I said I recognize her talent and that she's, you know, she's very talented. I, I respect it. Just not a fan. But you would go see S Club 7. I would totally go see S Club 7. <laughs> or Steps. <laughs> Absolutely. I just bought their, like, last album. Yeah. I don't know any any songs of theirs. Of Steps? Or S Club or 7. Or S Club 7. And you can you call yourself British. No. Because <laughs> I, I, British I, you pop. know what? Okay, so I like, you know, I like me some pop music. Yeah. But theirs is just... There's like other level, like cheesy. They're like the epitome of guilty pleasure. Yeah. Except I don't do guilty pleasures because I own up to everything. Right. But yes. But this is like other level. Yes. Like to me, S Club 7 makes the Spice Girls look like an alternative emo band. My word. Right? I mean, you're not 100% wrong, but. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you're Step, yeah. Like Steps and, is this Steps the one that did a whole ABBA thing? No. Uh. No, that was another group. Um, that was like teenagers, eighteens. That they did. oh, eighteens. Yes, I remember them. Yeah, no. Steps' whole shtick is that every one of their singles, when they would release it, it because they're called Steps, so it would come with like a dance routine. Oh boy! That they would put like in the little CD was single. Steps ever brought was sponsored by Dance Party? What was it? Dance that Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah. Or no, I don't think so. This was before maybe, their time. Or maybe they were. Maybe in, they in the UK. inspired maybe. the Dance Revolution. Maybe they did. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody knows the holidays can be a time of great joy and togetherness with the food, parties, and family. But they can also be a time that causes us to feel anxiety, stress, or even depression. And let's face it, having your tia tell you que cambies la cara during dinner doesn't exactly help. What you need, and maybe your tia también, is a gift to yourself. The ability to speak with a professional about your experiences. Enter BetterHelp. A customized online therapy provider, BetterHelp offers therapy options that align with your time via phone, video text, or even live chat sessions with a certified therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on your needs and creating the opportunity to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. There's even a gifting option if you'd like to help someone you care about understand the benefits of therapy in their life. We should all have a happy holiday season, and BetterHelp has helped millions take the first step in that path. That's BetterHelp, H. E-L-P dot com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast and this episode. But you know who's having probably an even worse week than Taylor Swift's fans not getting tickets? Who? (laughs) Your girl, Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. (laughs) Candace is having a bad week. She's having a bad week. Now, I have to say... As per usual, I think people are a little out of hand. Blowing it out of proportion. Yeah, because I was... So for those of you who don't who, who don't know, um, Candace Cameron this week was interviewed because she's part of... She's become like the chief creative officer or something at uh, Great American Family, which is... It, it's, a, it's a network, a, a cable channel that's existed for a bit now. Um, it's now being run by the former head of the Hallmark Channel, so... What he's essentially doing is, if it worked once, let's do it again. He's going to come now 
you know, Great American Family has a whole shit ton of Christmas movies. Like every year they do more and they do more and they do more. So now, you know, she's the former queen of Hallmark Christmas movies. She's now over here. She's doing it. And so in an interview with the Wall Street Journal, and give me one second because I did actually, I wanted to make sure I got this right. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal. The whiteboard comments. Um, um, she said that, quote unquote, great American family will keep traditional marriage at the core. And then she also then told USA Today um, about inclusivity on the channel, that great American family would, quote, have people of all ethnicities, but is, quote, going to focus on traditional families. Uh, quote, we certainly don't want to be exactly like any other network. And I know that Great American Family will focus on tradition. She also said the network will, quote unquote, lean into the faith element, adding that means more storytelling about the Christian faith and talking about God and not just making God a general statement of belief, but actually talking about Jesus and more specifics of the Christian faith. Now, of course, what that turned into is everyone's headline is Candace Cameron hates fags. Like that's, I mean, like, you know, Candace Cameron wants, you know, to, you know, burn dykes and sprinkle them on Christmas trees. Like that's, you know, what it turned into. And I have to say, y'all need to calm the fuck down. Like this is a woman who has always told you she is a Christian. And I don't think she has necessarily, now maybe her choice of words isn't how I would have put it, you know, traditional family. I know that's maybe not put the the best way well there's also she but but, but she hasn't it, it's not like she came out and said oh no we will never have gay people like i mean she she well, wasn't she also said that she wasn't rude same, about it in the same article she because she responded to this she said that in the yeah. same article there was a quote that was not put in the article where she said that she will also welcome people of all identities right. and races blah 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 um in front or in 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 behind the scenes or behind the camera. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You know, she, she, she said that she was sort of not misquoted, but they only put part of the quote and not the whole thing. Which doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, people can edit backwards and forwards. But I just, I'm like, you know what, guys? Again, we're talking. And now, of course, everybody's like, you know, oh, Candace Cameron is a homophobe and this and that. And it's like, look, I don't know Candace Cameron, you know, personally. If I did, God knows we would have said it by now. And also, it wouldn't have taken us that long to get on the set of Fuller House. But I, I don't I don't see it. And I think this is the, the, the epitome of people jumping on things. Right. And like, as I like to say, a non-traversy. And then when you have people like, you know, your favorite... You know, your favorite alopecia victim, Jojo Siwa, 
you know, coming out and being like, really? After what we went through the last few months and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, you need to calm down because because now what it's... Be- to quote Taylor Swift. Yeah, you, you need, need to, to calm, calm down. down. Yeah. <laughs> because I can just see this turning into like, you know... Look, JoJo C was upset, and you know how she had a beef with Candace Cameron, and I'm sure Candace Cameron ignored her when she was because she was a lesbian, right? It's like, like, like no, like stop and like people. I, I, I okay, so here's I, my I'm, thing so about con- it. I'm so I'm okay, so conflicted here- because it's like people need to stand up and and speak, but I, I I feel like people are now just wanting to insert themselves into things that no one has asked them to insert themselves into. Okay, so does that make sense? Yes, so. I have two train of thoughts on this. On the one hand, I do agree that there has been a bit of an overreaction reg- regarding this because she, she, I've, I've followed Candace Cameron for quite some time uh, and she's very measured in how she speaks, right? right? And she's very measured in how she speaks regarding her faith in so far of not offending people. Right. Right? So, yes, she did say what what you're saying. That is sort of consistent with things that she has said before. If I'm being completely honest, I've seen, like, stuff on YouTube of hers mm-hmm. that, like, talks that she would give at, like, Christian universities and stuff that I've actually turned off because the thing is that I like Candace Cameron and I don't want to dislike her. I, it's sort of like willful ignorance. In okay. A way, right. Okay. That we you know we're, we're all guilty of doing of certain people that we like. Cause right. I full house is my favorite show. I grew up on her. I so I like her. I like her energy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think that, <sighs> but this I, I, woman, look, I think, what, I what think, did you, she wasn't going to win. Right. Right. But I think that at the same time, she, could have I, I look in hindsight everything is 2020 right so we could sit back now and pick point like everything she should have said right and what she should have said differently but i think that whatever your opinion on gay marriage is right i think especially as somebody in the public eye you, and knowing that you have a platform <coughs> you could say things without saying things because I think that she could have said, you know, a great American, whatever, a family, huh? family, we're going to do family programming. We're going to have a lot of family programming because family programming is something that is missing in today's mm-hmm. landscape of Same, blah, whatever, whatever television. And we are also going to introduce some stories that are Christian based. Boom. She just said everything she said without saying it. Right, but again, right. that's right. the benefit of hindsight. Right, but the moment that you start now saying, okay, we're going to focus on these people, but we're not going to focus on these people. I mean, look, I think that anybody, even before this came out, I think everybody knew that you were probably not going to see that type of diversity on this channel. Right. Right? I think that that was a given. Right. Right? That's why I feel that that's not something she needed to stress. Well, but if they ask her the question. Right. But I don't think uh, that they particularly asked her the question. I think that she was just talking about to the programming. And I think that even if they asked her the question, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say that they did. 
I think there's a way that you could say things without not saying them. And you have to be very careful because it's just the world that we live in. And, you know, you, you want to be inclusive. And you know what? Candace Cameron, for whatever however christian she may be <clears throat> candace cameron has a gay following because she she's yeah. from you know she's from a sitcom and she's campy and all that stuff right now that she has a huge gay following like you know rupaul right. or like a madonna <laughs> or uh lady gaga or Cher. Right, but there's people who grew you know it, it, it just is right there it is so i think that she needs to be i mean she could say whatever she wants but you need to be a little bit careful with the way that you say things i've just now, never gotten the vibe off of her that she's disrespectful in in that look, regard I think that she's your typical person that's probably a christian you know she's kind to everybody you know but she this is how to, she lives her life right but this is what she lives her life since she believes in traditional marriage you know that's her opinion mm. but she is a public figure and she has a very big platform right and the thing with candace cameron is that her content isn't exclusively christian right right and, you know, she's living in two different worlds. And let's not make no doubt about it. Christian programming and the, the Christian, you know, um, sort of dome bubble mm -hmm. that's very much a thing because there's yeah. people that they only listen to christian music they yeah. only watch christian programming you know everything is about their faith and if that's you do do you do you, you do you boo, yeah. to quote one of our friends and that's fine but then she also does things that are not in the christian sphere right, right. so if she's gonna straddle those both worlds she needs to have some accountability with what she says mm -hmm. because it's like okay you're being christian for all these things but then when it's something that's very commercial then you want everybody you know you want mass uh market appeal right right and and you know that's why when she said oh we're focusing on traditional marriage that's a very diplomatic way of putting it but i think that she could have just said we're a family you know family programming mm -hmm. that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna but she, but but even that, I think, would have prompted people to be like, "Well, what do you mean by family programming? Okay, well, what kind family of family?" Program. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, she 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 wasn't going to win, no matter how she how she phrased it. And I also think a big part of that is because she has a squeaky clean image. Why did everybody get so you know took a certain amount of glee when Lori Lachlan got caught up in the scandal? Yeah. Why? Because she was on Becky, Fuller House, right? Like Full House. There's a certain degree of, I got you. You're gonna have the squeaky clean image. Well, no, you know what? Now I'm. Gonna, I mean, look, I tried to see I, this I, issue. I just think I, I tried to see this issue as disconnected as I could, mm -hmm. right? And yes, I think that some of the comments that people have made, it's like, okay, that's not what she was saying. That's not what she was saying. Personally, obviously, I believe it's bullshit. You know, I, I, you know, like the Hallmark Channel. The people that have a problem with the Hallmark Channel. Okay, let's talk about the Hallmark Channel movies. Okay, <laughs> so there's maybe there's like let's say uh, four I don't know, scripts, two hundred <laughs> movies that come out during the holidays out the the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Out of those two hundred, maybe I think two of them are with a black cast, right? Or with some black people in the movie. I think this year we are getting a Hanukkah one. We're getting a Hanukkah one, and now apparently there's a gay one. There's a gay one, yes. right? Okay, so we have. One gay one, one Hanukkah one, two with uh, uh, Holly Robinson Pete, right, 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 and Kelly Kelly Rowland, I yes, think did yes. one. Tia, Tia or Tamara did one, right. So okay, so you have two or three of you know quote unquote ethnic ones, eth people that are not white and blonde, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
And then, you know, 99.5% of the programming <laughs> is white and blonde, right? right? So it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, re so I think that that's also one of the, the reasons why people have hated this so much because it's not like okay well Candace Cameron was like doing films for Bravo and you know Bravo took a you know Bravo as a network you know changed you know demographic, demographic. Right, they're right. like oh we're gonna go with different programming and now she's like okay well this is not what I was I signed right. up I'm for, not a real right? housewife yeah. right no she was a freaking hallmark right like you couldn't get more benign benign yeah. than that so okay you're gonna one up this because right I, so that's I think that's part of the problem, you know. And and again, it's it's, I mean, to the bigger concept. I mean, you're you're already erasing people that are marginalized and people that have no rep, very little representation, and the little little morsel that they had mm -hmm. at Hallmark, like little little, it's like the scrap of a scrap of a right. scrap. Like, okay, you have a problem with that? I mean, like, yeah, really. Right, because it's not There's like okay, one movie. Because it's not like okay, people that are either Christian or believe in traditional marriage don't have enough to watch. Right, they're taking away our content. Right, 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 right. Right again. If this would be Bravo or something, <laughs> I love how like, that that became your no, benchmark. I thought, okay, what's what's the network that has the most gay shows? Okay, Bravo. <laughs> right, I think Bravo's gayer than what is it? Logo. Well, yeah, because Logo now just shows Mama's family. R right. right. <laughs> Logo took the route of uh well Orita Logo starts airing isn't Logo owned by Viacom? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, you know they're gonna start airing ridiculousness. Right? Oh, I'm sure that they're gonna no, they're gonna they're gonna start airing ridiculousness. Yes. <laughs> yeah, lots of S's and an exclamation yes, point at yes. the end. Yeah. Don't re don't remarket it. Yeah, hosted by Carla Croqueta. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's just the world we live in, and I mean, I I for one, I think that these type of things you need to call them out. Uh, I, there's no, but there's a, there's a degree of measurement of like, I mean, yes, I agree. I don't like, think you should go out and be like, you know, what, what burn is her to the ground? Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't think, because that's not the energy she projects. Right. right? So I, I think you have to be measured in the way that you call that out. Right. right. I think your response needs to be equal to the commentary of the person that you're disagreeing with. Right, but then we also live in a world now where if you don't scream louder, you won't be showing up in the comment section. Well, you know, scream if you want to go go louder, faster. Yeah, scream to, if you want to go faster. That's right. To paraphrase, you know, Ms. Jerry Halliwell Horner. <laughs> so, what else is going on this week? Oh, a lot of stuff is going on this week. Well, did you see that? You know, that there were layoffs at Twitter, and then there were grass to come back. Did you see that? I did. But that, that was wonderful. I, I don't even know. That was wonderful point... because that to me is the epitome of like, I'm going to change things without knowing what the fuck is going on. Right. Right. But freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. I'm like, right. And then you wonder, oh, advert. No, the reason advertisers were pausing is because of this. Yeah. <laughs> you got rid of the people who were regulating shit. And then you want advertisers to be like, everything's perfect, fine as usual. You fire the workforce. Then you hire, you know, a bulk of them back. No, you're demonstrating why we were smart to pause. Right, right. I I don't know. Um, I think I I don't know. There's 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 a part of me that thinks that sometimes he's in on it. I don't know that he's that self aware. No, but he's a bit of a narcissist, Elon Musk, and um, I mean, I believe that the stock price is uh, 
has dipped or it's lost money. So that makes well, me yeah, really it's because lucky. he started allowing anybody to have the blue check, and then real companies' stock prices started plummeting because these parody accounts were coming out. You know that that short time those blue checks were around, I couldn't tell the difference because you can't. Yeah. You can't, and therein lies the problem with if everybody's special, nobody's special, you know? like, And it had real-world consequences. Well, but that's why I had asked you when all this started that I was like, when the whole acquisition was being tossed around, I was like, well, it, was Twitter in trouble? Was like Twitter losing money? No, no. Not, I mean, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I'm sure it could always stand to be more profitable, but I don't think it was hurting necessarily. Yeah. Oh, so I want to touch base on... Uh... A post we did uh, earlier this week that blew up about the FTX arena. Oh, the Fatux. <laughs> the Fatux. So, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you've probably heard that FTX, uh, FTX cryptocurrency, what? whatever. Cri- something um, crypto is in trouble? Filed bankruptcy, and now... Oh, no. now Someone alert Mayor Postalita. Well, you know what's so funny? Mayor Postalita on, I think, October 22nd. Mm-hmm. It was either... September 22nd or October 22nd, very a short time before the bankruptcy filing, uh, said that, you know, FTX is like one of the greatest companies ever and like the company of the future. Lord. And literally days later, they it went bankrupt. bankrupt. Yeah. And not only did they go bankrupt, but Did now you see what chapter? Uh, probably 13. But now, uh, surprise, surprise, they're finding all these irregularities and ties. What? And, and irregularities in an unregulated black market cr- currency, you say? No. No. Heavens no. to Betsy. Did you also hear that water is wet? Yeah, really? It is. They just discovered that. Yes. So we, we posted earlier in the week because now that uh, the FTX arena is uh, no longer the FTX arena. That's done, right? Like, bye-bye? Yes, they're looking for a new name. They are, now. okay. Sure. We brought in the conversation that we had had last year in season four. Because we know how to pivot. About Marlins Park at that time being uh, called Hopinha Ballpark. Yes. And we posted on our Instagram uh, a treatment of what the arena would look like yes. if it was Hopinha Arena. Yes. And we put a, a pineapple on the roof and all that. And Cowie Brewery or Bottling yes. caught on and they reposted it, which they're the bottling company that produces Hupinha. And I am still going for Hupinha Stadium. Yes. Although, although, although I have did, to say. Did you say Farm Stores is making a bid for it? La Vaquita. Yes. Farm Stores. I think they've even set up like a. Like a okay, but is this a, for real? They set up a link. Like they want to. Oh my God, they can put bid. a giant cow over on the roof. They're making a. I I don't know how serious serious it is, but they're they're, yes. It looks like okay. Hupinha number one. Yes, but if we can't get Hupinha number two, right? Okay. Now that you said Baquita, well, now that you said Baquita, I feel that La Baquita has the best ice cream. It really does, and I, I, I it's I, it's like soft. I don't know what it is about the stuff you buy in La Baquita. That I feel that they're so good. Like I hate those big honey bun cinnamon rolls. Oh yes, things, yes, yes, yes. But the ones from the Vaquita are like freaking fire. Maybe it's because you're buying it on the go. I don't know. I think it's again, it's something mental. Why, why, why don't we have more Vaquitas? Why have they closed down? I don't know. There are there are still a lot of them around the country because they are a franchise. Uh, farm yeah. stores. There are a lot of them around. I have really good memories. Like on the way home from my parents' house. Well, 
leaving my parents' house to go to my grandparents' house because, you know, it was the summer and we would spend the night. And, like, my grandmother being like, Ay, Arturo, pasa por la vaquita que hacemos falta comprar leche. You yeah. know, because at 10 o'clock, right. that's just what you did. You drove right. into the little drive through La Vaquita and right. you got the leche and you got some donuts. We missed La Vaquita. Now that La Vaquita is next to my house, is now a smoothie king. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, there's one on La Ocho that is is kind of like hip and happening now. It's still La Vaquita. It's, it's right. a farm store, but it's got like like artisanal pizza or something like right. that. I remember that oh, this was like in the 80s and 90s. Um, my my grandmother, my dad's mom, she used to live by like 8th Street and 120 something. Mm-hmm. That There was a Vaquita there, but it was in a strip mall. And I'm like, no. That's weird. It's weird. It uh, doesn't, yeah, I don't the ice feel. cream doesn't taste the same. You have to go way too far inside. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. no. It's got, you've got to be able to just drive up, get, keep going. Listeners, yes. did you go to the Vaquita? Yes, we I'm miss sure. oh, we do miss our La farm stores. Farm stores. They're eggnog. You know, I don't like eggnog, but I'm down for La Vaquita eggnog. Eggnog, yeah. yeah. The cow on the stadium roof, on the arena roof, that'd be awesome. If we can't have Hupinha. So, so because our so our our whole thing about Hupinha Stadium went sort of viral. So then other people started jumping in because I feel like it did happen after you posted it. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because I was I when was not the in town. When was released. When it made news, it made news at like 8.30 in the morning. You texted me like right away. Right away. Yeah. I posted it maybe half an hour later. Yeah. Because I was like, this is going to be a thing. Right. So that's why I posted our thing immediately. I I was like, I took out my laptop and I photoshopped that pineapple on, 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 the, on, the, on the thing. Uh, and then later I did. And then like a day or two later, all these other treatments. Right, right. I sort of like, you know, the names have been all over the place. I kind of like Leo Medical Center Center. <laughs> <laughs> because you know that being Miami, it oh would totally God. be called Leon Medical Center Center. That is wonderful. Okay. <laughs> Hupinha, Vaquita, Leon Medical, Medical Center, Center Center. Yes. Right. And I kind of like the other one that I saw, Navarro Discount Center. <laughs> and I sort of like the one that I think literally. That one wouldn't happen because it's owned by CVS. We yeah. would never. I think yeah. it was literally Dade posted that it was Palacio de Jugos Arena. That one with and, all the stripes. And they painted it in it stripes. Actually looked, it looks okay. It, looked, yeah. it, it was very slimming. Yes. <laughs> and I also like the one for Big Daddy's Arena that would be out <laughs> to Flanagan's. So you paint the arena in green and Flanagan green. Everybody gets a free Flanagan's cup. Yep. Yep. I mean, the it just, the memes wrote themselves. Yeah, it really did. It, they just wrote themselves. I just think it's so, it's so telling that this whole like cryptocurrency thing, you know how our mayor Francis Suarez is like a crypto bro, you know uh, all that bullshit. And this was supposed to be like the beacon on the hill, right? Like right. we have FTX Arena, right? To show like the, the power of crypto, right? And they went bankrupt. Right. And what's great is that they had it fi- they had it installed because they had put a sign on the roof. Mm-hmm. But it was like provisional sign. Oh, so it wasn't even It wasn't the permanent one. They had actually put the permanent one that it cost, I don't know how many millions of dollars, I think like two weeks ago. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So if all else fails, I just think they should call it the Miami Arena. What a concept. Right? It's almost like we had it, one before. Almost. And paint that shit pink. Paint it pink with yeah. a with a blue uh, cursive. Paint it pink. Yes. Unmistakable. But yes, I'm still going for. Oh yeah, can you imagine flying in? You see the beautiful Biscayne Bay, you see Miami Beach, you see the cruises, you see the skyline, and you see a giant pineapple. And look, the pineapple from Bongos it's is already there. there. It's still, the work is halfway done. Yeah, I mean, as I said, this is upcycling. The- so, 
So <laughs> I'm sure they don't have a restaurant there anymore, right? No. No. They don't have anything in that area. I think they have like a for like special events. It, yeah, special events thing. Um or like a like special events club. It's not something that's like general mm-hmm. uh, to the general public. But yeah. <laughs> Leo Medical Center Center. That's great. That's what it should be called. <laughs> I love how like in English it's like Leon Medical oh. Center. It's like Leon Medical Center it's is not, not Leon. Leon. That's like we said, Maria Elvira Salazar is not the same person as Maria Bia Sarisal. But I'm telling you with Hopinha, not only that Hopinha is so relevant to Miami, but again, I would just pay to listen to these sportscasters. Hi, we're at Hopina Stadium. At Japina. Japina Stadium. <laughs> Japina? Is it, is it Hopina? Japina? J- J- How do you pronounce when it's got the little thing over the end? It's Hopina. <laughs> Hopina. You know, they can't. Los Americanos are going to see Enge. So forget it. So we're. Yeah, but I'm going to be Hopina. Hopina Stadium. Hopina, the official drink of the NBA Miami Heat. I could see it. You want to. Tell me you're from Miami without telling me you're from Miami. Our official drink of the NBA team is Hoopinha. Do you remember their, their song? Hoopinha? Hoopinha, Hoopinha, en cada lata hay una piña, con puro sabor a piña. I don't know. Are you making up a song I right now? I'm not making up a song. Hoopinha. <laughs> and then, you know what I used to do? I used to sing it and I, I would be provocative. I'd be like, Hoopinha, Hoopinha, en cada lata hay una. Oh, no. Con puro sabor a... Oh, and my. then I'd be like, you dirty-minded person. I was talking and, about pineapples. And that's you. <laughs> You're not even the dirty you one. You had never heard that song? I had never heard it. Yeah. Or if I had, I don't remember it. No, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hoopinha, Hoopinha Stadium, number one. We've that's our, Yes, that's our, our goal. Goal. Uh, Baquita. Baquita. I know it would be. See, that's the thing. You know, it would be Farm Stores Arena, but everybody would call it La Baquita. La Baquita. As we, uh, right, Vamos because. A la Baquita como, Arena. <laughs> la Baquita Arena. No, La Baquita Arena. Then what you do is in like the front of the arena where all the stairs are, you sort of built a makeshift sort of Baquita with that angular rooftop. That could be like the gate into the arena. Okay, okay. I'm with you. Right? Farm Stories Arena. All right. Right? And then Leon Medical Center. Center. <laughs> and you can have Willy Chirino play. I mean. Well, he's the, he's the spokesperson for Leon. I mean, come on. <laughs> he could inaugurate it. Oh, yeah. You know he inaugurated the stadium? He did? Triple A. No, Triple oh. A. The American Airlines Arena. Who do you think? Pitbull? No. It was Gloria? Dece- of course. <laughs> Don't you remember that the American Airlines Arena opened December 31st, 1999? I do not. And the Millennium Concert was by Gloria Stefan. Oh, no, I don't remember. I don't remember when that it was. That was, I really wanted to go. And it was perfect. It's like, of course, Gloria Stefan was the who opened the stadium. Could there really have been anybody this else? This is true. This is true. <laughs> that, so. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so. I am real. Oye Mi Gente, Ish here, and with the holidays happening, we all know that we're about to get caught up in tremendo corre-corre. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy something delicious while running holiday errands. There's only one solution for awesome Cuban food that's fast. Uh-huh. You know we're talking about Cuban guys' restaurants. With five locations in South Florida, yeah, even one in Broward, there's no excuse to eat anything else when you're out and about. Beyond exhausted after Black Friday shopping all morning, swing by a Cuban guys for pan con tortilla y por supuesto un 
café con leche. Hungry after waiting in line for hours to pick up el lechón? Have some Cuban guys fritas and un batido. The kids están jodiendo on the way to Tia Gloria's house? Pop in and grab a cubanito sandwich for them while you enjoy the Cuban guys sandwich. Cuban guys restaurants lo tiene todo and you can dine in or order ahead for pickup or delivery. Así que visit cubanguysrestaurants.com to find the nearest location and start enjoying the awesome Cuban food you deserve this holiday season. Anyway, is this soda time? I think it could be soda time. <laughs> I actually know who I'm going to give my last soda to this week. All right. Bring it on. One. We're thirsty and we want a soda. I'm actually going to give my soda okay. to uh, Paul Ryan, who's a Republican. The former Speaker? The former Speaker of the House, Paul okay. Ryan, who's a Republican. Um I'm actually. He kind of looks like a grown-up Eddie Munster. I'm actually going to give him a soda, and I'm going to tell you why. And not a gasless one. No, I'm giving him a full soda. Okay, carbonated, carbonated, and fresh, fresh, crisp. You know why? Because as many of you know, this was um, a Nancy Pelosi Pelosi's last week as Speaker of the House. Yes. Um, and not only is she no longer going to be Speaker, she's not going to lead. She's not going to seek a leadership role. Because now that the Democrats are not the majority in the Senate, she could be the minority leader, mm-hmm. right? Right. So she could still be in a leadership position, but she's seeking not to. And, you know, good for her. She's, she's like a thousand years old. You yeah. know, whatever. And Paul Ryan tweeted today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a De- he's a Republican. Yeah. Very, and he's been very critical of Democrats and their policies. But of their policies. And he, he tweeted... Mm-hmm. I tip my cap as I welcome Speaker Pelosi to the former Speaker's Club and congratulate her on a historic career in the House. And I actually responded to that. And I said, while I have never agreed with your politics, you're a class act. So I thought it was important, you know, to Mm -hmm. show that, that here's a man who is a Republican, who, again, he was, if you remember when he was in government, um, he was very critical of Democrats' policies, Mm -hmm. um, and that's fair game, right? Policies is the Policies, key word there. That's fair game. Yeah. But today, you know, he took time to congratulate her mm-hmm. and wish her well. And that is that is being a class act. And that is what is missing in our government today, right? right? Because a lot of other people said a lot of worse things, right? <laughs> um, and the fact that that man was able to put his politics over her politics right. to congratulate her as one does, I thought that spoke volumes and that's what we need again in our government. Right. And um, my last soda goes to him. Yeah, it's interesting you you say that and and, and I, I'm tying this together. During the midterm elections or right after the midterm elections when the results are coming in for Pennsylvania, CNN wrote an article or an op-ed as it were about how you know Dr. Oz had done something you know that was to be commended it was tongue in cheek, but basically what they were saying was that he had called yeah. and said, I concede congratulations, yeah. you know, and how that had become some, how, how sadly that had become something that we now look to as, Oh, congrats. You know, yeah. we commend you on, on, on having dignity. We commend yeah. you on being able to move on with your life and yeah. accept results and things like that. So, um, I don't know. Here's hoping that that's, you know, a sign of something positive to come down the pike. 
So like, Paul, go, go have your soda and then you go jog. <laughs> he can go jog. He can have a hooping. Yeah. You know he's a jogger. Yes. He's been on like the cover of Runner's World. He has. He looks like he has a jogger's build. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my soda is not as uh, as effervescent and and gaseous. Uh, mine is a gasless soda, and I'm giving it to the government of Iran. I'm glad you said the government. Yeah, well, and it's a very, very clear distinction that has to be made. So for those of you who don't know, um, there's been a lot of civil unrest recently in in Iran, um, all stemming from an incident that happened on September 13th, where a 22-year-old by the name, and I'm, I apologize for the pronunciation, a 22-year-old by the name of Masa Gina Amini um, was arrested and detained by Iran's, and I can't say this with enough air quotes, morality police for what was perceived to be an improper wearing of the hijab while on a family trip to Iran. So since, the, I mean, this woman was arrested, she was beaten, I think she died, if I remember correctly, yeah. um, from her from her injuries sustained. And so what happened after that was they've been having protests, um, specifically really led by women. There have been, in 62 days, 62 protests. Um, 16,000 people have been detained since the protests began. And uh, at least 372 protesters have been killed. 493 students have been arrested. 144 cities have participated in the protests. And there's an estimated 57 people under the age of 18 that have been killed since the protests began. But one of the main reasons that I'm giving it to the government of Iran is because they are, in essence, they have said that all these 16 people who have been detained in connection to this are to be condemned to death. Like, for protesting. Like, just stop and think about that. They went out and they had their voices heard. And because it is, they're calling, I'm reading from a quote here. Iranian lawmakers called for the severe punishment of those who incited riots and called them Mohareb, which in Islamic or Sharia law means enemy of God and carries with it the death penalty. So, um, yeah, people don't like what you're doing and they're telling you and they're protesting, you don't get to condemn or, you know, 16,000 people to death. And I really hope that we take an eye to what's happening in Iran whenever, you know, we have protests here that are way smaller in, in, in scope and in, you know, in terms of what's being asked for. Um, and we blow it all out of proportion. You know what? That is a right our, our right to protest, our right to assembly, not protest, our right to assembly, which translates to protest many times. Peaceful protest is something that we cannot take lightly. And I don't think that anybody should be sentenced to death just for expecting to have their voice heard, especially when it's, you know, for something like, quote unquote, morality police. Like who in blazes are you well, to tell me that, what is or isn't that, moral? That is and that's a reason. bigger and that's a bigger but that topic is, of Sharia law and all of that. The but the reason but, why ugh. you have to keep religion out of government at all costs. Absolutely. That is the perfect example of separation of state. Church and state. Church and state. Because if you think that you know, the the case with uh, Iran and their morality police is extreme. But if you think that mixing religion into policy doesn't open the door Slippery to slope. issues like, not necessarily like this, but issues of like, you can't protest this, you can't do that, these people can't come here, you can't wear that, you can't do this, because it's based on 
whatever your belief is and your beliefs, that is how things get complicated very quickly. So that is why it's so important for there to be a big old wall between church and state. You yeah. practice Build that wall. and you believe what you want and you do it to the fullest extent of your of your heart. Uh, of your ability. But don't force that don't tell me how I have to live my else. life. Yeah. Um yeah, what's going on there is absolutely awful. I feel like it's getting a weird a weird amount of attention, but not. It's like everything else. It, but is it just me or, or like, because I feel like it's getting attention, at least on social media. I mean, a lot of people I see posting about it, but I don't feel like I'm hearing about it in a, in a bigger, in a bigger scale. Or is it? Or, it I, no, I mean, look, it's like anything else. It's like news cycles that come and go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, when it was first starting to happen, they would air it on the news mm-hmm. uh, with more extensive coverage now it's like a little blurb if any okay um so i just think it's a news cycle thing this weekend did come across because mm-hmm. of those uh yeah. they started uh laying down those decisions on the mm-hmm. pe- people being executed so it's kind of sixteen thousand people yeah i mean that's that's a small town yeah that's crazy that's crazy that's unacceptable and, and you know what and that's why that's another thing you know when people here in the united states uh start saying certain things it's like you know you can be two things can be true right right you can be critical of the country and critical of its history and its past and of you know issues that it currently has and hold the people accountable that need to be held accountable but you can also have a perspective of saying like okay even though there are issues here and there are a lot of inequities here you know there are places in the world where this is happening right, right. where this is a government yeah right so it's 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 all perspective yeah that's that's absolutely horrible i have to tell you that that whole issue with iran that's going on right now that's one of those issues that we talk about so much that like you feel impotent that you want to do yeah. something about but um, what, what can sort of like when the it? syrian civil war was going it's like i i like what can i do what what something right? amplify their voices um and it, it's you feel a certain level of impotence and just going around your day in your basic routine and you stop for a moment and you have a moment of like clarity and deep thought and you think that there's people in the world that are going through what these people are going through it's just gut-wrenching and it's one of those things that consume you because it's like how do you address that how do you answer that and it's very difficult it's very very difficult so yeah so well well, let's. I, end I ended on a sour, on a, a lighter uh, note. Yeah. Uh, since it's Thanksgiving weekend, we, um, you know what? I, who I wanted to just briefly mention, uh, sending good, good wishes and good vibes. Jay Leno. Oh yeah, el pobre. Jay Leno had a very serious accident this last week that uh, an engine blew up in his face and he suffered third degree burns and he's uh, he's in the hospital and you know Jay Leno's such a freaking ray of sunshine, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's talk about a freak accident. A guy yeah. who's always been around cars. Yeah, yeah. That car had given him a hard time before. No, well. Yeah, no, because now they're showing footage of it. Oh, and all okay, that. okay. Because it was one of these cars that you had to sort of light the motor on fire. <laughs> why would you have that car? <laughs> well, you know, why we, would you use that car? Well, <laughs> um, and uh, they they actually have footage of him in the car, and um, so that's the one that gave him the the hard time. Uh, that blew up. In his now face, it's giving literally. him a harder time. So, yeah. 
I mean, but uh, you know what? I have to tell you that as much as I enjoy Jimmy Fallon, I know you don't. I love Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show. I, you know, I've always watched the Tonight Show. Always. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I used to watch Johnny Carson. Uh, same. I've, yeah. always, I've always watched the Tonight Show. I don't know why, but it's always been the Tonight Show. I, you know that I appreciated David Letterman. I Conan O'Brien when he had his stint. But I've always watched the Tonight Show. But anyway, um, the Tonight Show. Uh, Jay Leno, I... I miss headlines. Yeah, I think he he had like peak era of Tonight Show stuff. Yeah, I miss headlines while jaywalking. Yeah, he was still in that moment where there was water cooler talk. Yeah, you know he he didn't have to become a viral thing. It was, did you see Leno last night? And and right. that's that's no longer the case because I've seen so much stuff on TikTok of like influencers that go around asking people. That's like jaywalking. Geography question. I was like, is this jaywalking? Jaywalking was the first Billy on the street. Yeah. That's the worst thing that happened with bros. I'm... It's not that bros, the movie by Billy Eichner was a bomb. Was that Billy Eichner stopped doing Billy on the street to now do movies. It's like Billy Eichner, you know, think about other people. Don't think about yourself. I wonder what he has to say about Candace Cameron. <laughs> Well, on that note, everybody, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Enjoy that pork. No. <laughs> or if you made the turkey, as Darian said, send us pictures. Oh, my God. Yes, people. Send, send us, us pictures. pictures. Send us pictures. Tag us. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Much blessings to all of you and your family. And if you um, are in town, check us out, out in the various pop-ups we're having yes. uh, this week. So, our uh, we're glad you listened, laughed, and learned. And as always, grab your patel, your grab your pavo. Yes, pavo. Yes, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great weekend, a great Thanksgiving. All right, go ahead and say happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Pero let me tell you is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero let me tell you freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 